Doing a podcast. How close should I like be to the mic? You can eat it. Okay. And then we can kind of you can eat it. Eat it. Bro. Eat it. Eat it, bro. Eat the mic. Hey guys and gals, welcome to Do Check This Out, a music podcast hosted by Handbone Relay, which includes me, Rob Tate. I play drums in Handbone Relay, and uh, I'm going to be doing the interviewing today on the uh, podcast. And over there on the computer is Mark Brown. He's booker and organist extraordinaire. Hey. That's right. He's fabulous. He does one word about every five minutes. If you want to find all the <laughs> words that Mark says, sometimes they add up to a whole sentence. Uh, like I said, we're a podcast about music. We try to talk about all sorts of genres, but real quick, we cannot talk about every single genre in the spectrum. It's impossible. I'm sorry if you all get mad. It's fine. So what you're going to do, if you want us to talk about a certain topic or a certain band or you want us to have somebody else on, please email. Dude, check this out. Musicpodcast at gmail.com. Today we have a fantastic band called Suburban Sense, Sensei. Sensei, yes. Sensei. Almost fucked it up yes. again. I did it. I was practicing on the way over. Yeah, that's great. So many people say Sensei. sensei I mean, sensei. Sensei. What, they automatically put the E in there and just assume. Like, what is that? I mean, yeah, I guess I guess it confuses people that you know, it, it's an I, but it is the proper way to spell it the way you know, that I'll, we're talking about. <laughs> I'll be honest. Before I joined the band, I thought it was Suburban Sensei. I, I, I was not aware. And they quickly corrected you and threatened and then, to kick then, you out? <laughs> I think I learned shortly before I joined, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, Suburban Sensei. Yeah. Sensei. I'm gonna, I feel so like, is this right? That um, is good. They're a, yeah. fabulous, they're a fabulous reggae jam band. Uh, I mean, would, that, would you guys call yourourselves that? Like that's a reggae pretty, jam band? That's accurate. It's very general. I mean, there's so many little things that every band Definitely. has. We're, yeah. I mean, we're like an organ tr- trio, funk, exactly. jam. It's hard to classify things. Brock. But yeah, I mean. That's we, usually what we get lumped into. So. We're, we're like, <laughs> happy about it? Upset about it? No. No, I like that. Yeah. I mean, we're like, we're like, I think, a happy medium between like psychedelic and reggae. That's the one I forgot. Okay. And funk. Definitely. You know, and a little ska, and definitely, definitely ska, yeah, definitely yeah. a lot of ska, ska influences. Yeah, especially on the sure. last full record you guys oh, yeah. did with all yeah, the horns. For sure, and stuff. we got a lot of horns yeah. on the last record. Um, I mean, even on the first uh, EP we have out, there's like a upbeat like ska song, "Sweat the Beat," that you know we just put a music video out for actually. Oh, nice! Isn't that the first yeah. track off that? Yeah, thing? that's the first track on that. That's like yeah. what you guys usually open your shows with. With that, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a lot of times the opener, the or, opener closer, or the closer. Yeah. It's a, big, yeah. it's a big one. Wait, you do the welcome to the, the Sensi show at the end? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> I feel you. Okay, so here's, here's the thing it's I like to do. It's just a high energy song. So. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Well, here's what we, I like to do on this podcast. I cool. like to kind of deep dive into the history of the band and like okay. kind of talk about it. Now, here's the thing. I love doing research about the band and finding out the <laughs> information. There is no full bio on you guys anywhere. Cool. I, I, was, I mean, we're like, just, there's like, there's, we're just there's that like, exclusive. They're, they're a mystery, man. <laughs> you, are you in the know? But yeah, right. But I, I don't mean it as like an insult. No, no. no yeah. There was at some point. I guess it. I guess it got taken down or edited in some way. It's possible. It's more. Yeah, I think more now. It's more of like a general, um, just like overview on there. But right. Yeah. I mean, um, basically, the start of the band was like so. Tommy, who plays guitar, he's not here right now. Me and him are cousins. We kind of started it just, you know, we've been playing our whole lives, just jamming in his basement, 
you know, we'd play to shit we grew up listening to, the Beatles, Stones, like Kinks, shit like that. Um, and then, you know, it just grew. We got uh, our first bass player, Alex. We grew up with him, and, you know. Did you all go to school together? Um, yeah, basically. Um, him and um, Alex and Tommy grew up together, and, you know, me and Tommy were cousins, so I was just always over there. And, you know, I was like the younger cousin who kind of just hopped in and became – part of the band finagle my way in you know <laughs> heavily influential you had to work your way into it right? yeah right <laughs> no i love it but, by the um, way speaking is uh is steve the uh, piano player yeah, yeah, for up? uh for suburban and over here we have anton who plays bass for the band yeah. howdy <laughs> <laughs> hey now and that'll be the quote for the show <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> All right, so you guys played together in high school. So, yeah, basically, you know, me and Tommy grew up playing. We started the band, and, you know, we started, you know, small playing, you know, just the local stuff. We were all in high school at the time, so, you know, we were sneaking into, like, the local bars, like, trying to play, get our foot in the door, and then... What high school, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I went to Lenape, Tommy, and... Um, Alex went to Cherokee, and then Buddy, who's our drummer, he went to Lenape also. He grew up down the street from me, so it's kind of like... I brought him in, Tommy brought Alex in, and then it was like, we had a band, you know? <laughs> Lenape School District in the house. Yeah, right. Uh, I went Represent. to Shawnee. Oh, nice. Uh, there you go. Down the road. Um, yeah, that's, that's actually fantastic. So did you guys get involved in a lot of like the school things, like the battle um, the bands? Not or? really, honestly. We didn't really do any of that. We kind of skipped that. We did do some like battle of the band stuff, like, you know, at like the Trocadero and like, you know bullshit like that where you gotta like sell tickets and mm -hmm. like have a chance play. to like win alright we'll give yeah. you $25 yeah. if you sell 100 tickets and then we'll give you a dollar per ticket after that <laughs> When you're a kid, you're like, okay, yeah, right, fine. exactly. We're like, oh wait, we get to play at like a, an actual venue and like be like cool, like we'll do it. Like now we're like way smarter than that. But <laughs> I saw a uh, interview. I guess you guys did right before that show. It was like nine years ago. Okay, that you guys played the truck. It was uh, it was like probably. an interview. Oh my you did god, outside I the venue. Watch that. Probably, uh, oh my god, I think his I've name was JC. Oh, Something it's, or other. It's probably hilarious. <laughs> oh, you guys look mad young. You, I'm oh, sure. Wow. That's what I mean. We were like in high school, just like ripping it, you know. Hey Rob, what, hey Rob, I think we should link to that video. <laughs> oh on, yeah, uh, maybe the, we'll maybe we'll cut it out of YouTube yeah. and put de it into this video. Definitely put some sound bites yeah. of that in there. So honestly, sure. like probably me and Tommy are probably the only ones in that video that are probably still in the band. So. Yeah, so like we went through like two drummers before we got Buddy, but Buddy has been in the band now for a while. So I mean, he we kind of would consider him like a, you know, starting member almost. Right, so Buddy's your drummer, not your percussionist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kenny is your percussionist. Kenny plays percussion. So how we got Kenny was, you know, 
um, we would be playing shows and, you know, he played in a couple other bands and we would play with them and he would have his percussion rig set up and we would He's just, basically just like South Jersey's like percussion. Yeah, we would, we, would, we would just be like, right. uh, you want to leave your shit set up so and uh, come bands. jam with us? And that would that would be it. He would come up and jam. And then eventually one day, you know, we were just like, hey, do you want to join the band? <laughs> and he's like, my shit's already yeah. here. So yeah, 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 yeah basically, yeah. yeah. So then we got Kenny. And How's then- your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm kidding. laughs> Isn't that always the question? Um, no, but, but OK, then you got uh, who after that? So then, yeah, I mean, and then after that, it was that was basically the lineup. And then, you know, we had problems with our original bass player and he parted ways with us. And then we got this man, Anton, killing it on the bass. He's been in the band for like probably like three or four three years. years yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, dude. I mean, yeah. this man. So. Just stepped right up. He writes songs and stuff and, you know, just fit right in. And it was just a perfect gel. And right we've on. just been rocking it since then. Like, we've been yeah, hitting been the road. And, and I've been, like, really trying to link up with, like, a band that's, like, you know, taking initiative to do things to better themselves and to, like, grow the, grow as, like, a business rather than just, like, rocking out all the time, yeah. you know? So it was cool to be able to like link up with them, and I'm like, okay, like these are guys that want to do what I want to do, and they exactly. want to like minded. They want to play music for a living, you know. Anton, were you yeah. having trouble with that before? Were you in like many bands before that, and just couldn't uh, couldn't get the thing to click? Pro- yeah, I'd say like three. <laughs> bass players like do three. play in the most bands. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like three. Well, because I didn't always play bass, so like I, I played. Uh, like ukulele and piano first and then i kind of like didn't want to be known as like the ukulele guy so <laughs> i was like all right let me try something else ukulele, man and this i wanted to get chicks but not those chicks exactly <laughs> exactly that well because well, like i was in high school and i was like well you know if like, i'll play like some sappy song like some chick will be like oh he's cool you know and then and then they left with uh, the drummer yeah exactly. and that's why you became a bass player well no i actually i specifically remember playing ukulele in high school okay and this is cherry hill east high school if anybody's listening out there that teaches there <laughs> Or was a faculty member? You let this happen. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, play them. You oh picked gosh. up the ukulele. Well, no, I, pl- I was playing. I was playing the uke, and like the entire crowd that I was like, it was like some like talent show or some like BS or something like that, and like everybody just started like laughing at me like in like school and i just like literally took it and like threw it on the ground like some like hollywood movie and just like ran out of the school and, oh like, god like, this yeah, is real bad. i swear yeah i mean i can oh. completely see that happening. Yeah. Oh, i have to know what was what was the song though uh i believe it was johnny cash uh, you were playing Johnny Cash on a ukulele. I think so. I would have booed you too, or laughed I, at you. I, probably. <laughs> it clashes, you know, like the deep vocals and the super high ukulele. It's, oh, just, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, Tiny Tim on there or something. <laughs> Every, it was just bad, but you know, and you I can't learned. Can't play Outlaw Country on I a learned. ukulele. But, but I, I learned. Uh, uh, Excuse me. But no, and then I was in like a group and then uh, our bass player in that group, like something happened with him and he couldn't like something with bass players, right? Oh, what, just, what group was that? Um, 
I mean, it didn't really. I mean, we didn't really like do anything. It was just kind of like we did like a couple shows. Uh, it was called Honey Wagon. Okay. It was like a, it was like a kind of like a like a. It started off as like a uh, like a blues breakers kind of like group, like the super, awesome. super like old school like blues like sixties kind of like jam jams like that. And then, but it was like a four piece. And then the old bass player kind of just like fizzled out and like got into some stuff he shouldn't have. And then, mm. uh, and they were just like, well, we don't have a bass player. And I was like, well, I guess I'll try. And then like, I just ended up really liking it. And then I started picking it up fairly quickly. And then we kind of became like a cream type band, like a three piece, like hard, like blues band. And then that whole project just kind of fizzled out. And I just like went my own way and just kind of just did a lot of practicing and wasn't in any bands and Mm -hmm. anything like that. And I was living in PA for a little bit out in Lancaster. And then I moved back and that's when I, the day I moved back was when I met these guys, because uh, oh yeah, you being came the band, to yeah. um, they were you op- came to a show. We were they at. were opening yeah. for Mo. Yeah, uh, you opened for Mo. Yeah, yeah, that was over at um, so I'm a, I'm up a, in uh, Asbury Park. I'm, I'm and, a uh, the Stone, Stone Pony, Pony yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm a big fan of Mo, and I went out there, and as soon as I got there, like someone was like, "Dude, you know, there's like a band from like your town that's like opening." I was like, "No way." And then, uh, yeah, we were in there, and I met them all, yeah, and then, all and I think like the next week, I was when I was hanging out with Zach, who was his roommate, and we hung out again there, and that's when it came up where he was like, "Yeah, like I play the bass," and I was like, "Yeah, like we're kind of looking for a new bass player." Your come, guy was come on the jam with us, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was kind of like we knew like we were gonna need someone else. Yeah, and I was actually, just like <laughs> I was actually in a bluegrass band, and then I got fired from it. <laughs> And then, literally, and and they were playing the same show. Yeah. That, that blue. So like, I got fired after a show we did. All right, where is this? So just set the scene for the people. It was here. at uh, the Electric Halloween Festival. Okay. And um, a couple of friends of ours play that every now and again. It was like, like the very, it was like the very first one that happened. Okay. And then like, I don't know. There was just like some clash of egos. I'm not gonna say what band I was in or whatever, but like. Yeah, both our bands were playing and, and basically he came over <laughs> yeah i like, came up to them and like, i was just like yeah like you know like i just got fucking fired you know and i was like i like played rhythm guitar anyway and like i didn't even want to do that because they're like i play bass and shit <laughs> you know and like they were like well that's cool because that we're kind of looking for our bass player yeah it just kind of worked out perfectly yeah honestly. Uh, like, and just, your bass player was still with you like he was was he getting ready to leave or are you getting ready to like yeah i mean ways? it was like i mean he was just going through some shit and it just wasn't working out. Like he just, you know, he didn't have the time to, to be practicing with Sensi and, mm. you know, he just, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't really handle it anymore. So we had to move on. It was, it was a little rough in the beginning, but everything's cool. We're on good terms and, you know, he's still a homie and, you know, we're still on good terms with him and everything. So he's doing his thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's still good. He's doing good. And we love you, Diddy. <laughs> his name is Diddy. It's a nickname. He already won. He already won the best nickname contest, so he doesn't need much else, right? Old Diddy. Yeah. Oh, Diddy. All right. So the band forms in 2008, and then 
Um, the first EP from my research doesn't come out until 2014. So is that right? Yeah. So what what's that about? So like, I mean, there we did have <laughs> we did have other releases. They were just never like officially like online. Okay, like, we had a demo that came out probably like around that time, like probably like 2009, 2010, mm -hmm. well, and then we released a full length album that we literally did nothing with. We just recorded it basically, and it was with our old drummer that. And he left like right after we recorded it. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. So it's just like, uh, what do we do with this? Um, and then we got Buddy, and then everything started going good. And then we recorded that EP, and it just took like actually like two years to actually put it online and shit. But it was out like before that. Um, Wait. So just to just to clarify, so you have you came out with a, like a demo. There was a demo that you were selling. You were, it wasn't anywhere online. Yeah. And same thing with the full length. You, and the did full you get length. it made? We did. We got some made. We kind of just like made them ourselves. Honestly, mm -hmm. we didn't really do much with that full length because we didn't really like the way it turned out. Honestly, mm -hmm. like it wasn't something we really wanted to like release. Um, so then we went back in and did that EP. Um, and you know we're, but we're that was in 2012. Yeah, that was, about, that was around like 2012, between like 2012 and 2014. Like we also had another guitar player who left the band around that time, mm. and that kind of. Threw things a little bit off in the recording of that EP where we had to like change some shit and like we re we ended up it was only going to be three songs and then we added another three onto it that we were working on at the time. Um, so yeah, I mean it kind of just snowballed and it, we didn't really get to release it as fast as we wanted it to, um, which kind of sucks. But it's out there now and we are proud of that EP. I mean it's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, so I mean it's out there for people to hear. Baseline, hip-hop, soul, see my mind is all to the side, become a whole Trapped inside this gem, yo, there's a way we can Grasp the meaning of life right inside our hands So I just let out my heart, let the creation flow While I welcome you to the suburban Sensi show To check that rhythm out, you know that Sensi is in the house Come on, jamming every day is the only way To keep your sanity and your head on straight So I don't know. Said this, if I didn't catch it. Is the other guitar player on that uh, EP, or he is on? He may be on a couple. Is he? he may be on a couple tracks. There may be Anton's not sure. There's not, I'm not sure. There's not. His guitar parts aren't on it, but there may be some like little things that he contributed on there, like maybe some background vocals, some or breathing. Yeah. Some maybe there may be a couple little guitar <laughs> licks on there. Yeah. Is yeah, that you like, know. That, Here comes track one. Is that like wooden fish with the yeah. ribs on yeah. it? Like you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But no, that's out there. And then this psychedelic then, band went weird. <laughs> What's with the fish? Um, but yeah, and then we went back in the studio, you know, once we had Anton in the band and that the last album we released last year and uh, or what was it? 20 was it 2017? Or well, we went and we recorded it. We, we recorded it. it in 2017 yeah. and it got released in 2018. Yeah. You mentioned in previous interviews that you were doing that uh, album all year, mm -hmm. all 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's. We're actually going in and recording our second album in a week, yeah. and in the no same shit. spot. But yes. uh, where is that? It is our, our buddy Bob Bowling, and if any band Ooh, out there out is looking for some affordable recording, my band Bob Bowling in Atco, New Jersey. He's the man. Yeah, he's the man. But, to talk to. Uh, is he by that old like movie theater? Business he's right by the racetrack. Oh, okay. Yeah, like right yeah, there, right near mm -hmm. the racetrack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's. I can't say enough good things about him. He. What's the studio it, called? Uh, 
I think it's just called Bob yeah, Bowling like Studios. Bob Bowling I think it's something. I think pretty, yeah, he didn't bother pretty, wasting pretty time. To the point. Just yeah, like, it's just his name. Um, <laughs> you look him up. He's got like Facebook for it and stuff. All right, right on, sure. right on. But um, were you guys a band that uh, you guys really like to uh, pre-produce before you go in, or were you a very much a in the studio band, like um, like learning the arrangements and things like that? I so, feel like we kind of. Diddle, well, being a jam band, I, well, I feel like every jam band is different. Yeah. Well, the first, well, like the first, re- the, the last record we did, we were like, okay, we 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 practiced a bunch yeah. of songs. We've been we were playing like, the songs, and we were that, like, on that we have for we, so long, and we were yeah. like, okay, we like, we know what we're gonna do. We're gonna go in. Let's do this. We get in. We record everything, and then all of a sudden, you just start falling down this rabbit hole of like overdubbing. And just like constantly, just like mixing to the point of just like going crazy, and then before you know it, you've been working on it for like six, eight months. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're not gonna do that this time. Yeah. Uh, we have definitely people can watch in the we uh, video. Have def- definitely a different approach this time. Like the, for that last record, we went in over like periods of time. So it would be like two days where we went in and then we wouldn't be back there for like another week or another two weeks or three weeks and then go back in and do more add to the track. So it's like this time we have a whole week that we're just going in there for the week recording. Yeah, we all took a week off from our day jobs yeah. and we're like, we're going in there. Like, that's that the goal is to get an album out of next week. <laughs> yeah. Is Bob cool with that? He's that you guys are oh, pretty yeah. much there from morning until night. However long it takes to get each part oh, down. Oh, he's super he's psyched. Super, yeah, he's really. Did he take the week off from every other project too? Yeah. It's just you guys. Oh, yeah, just yeah. us. Yeah, we, we, we booked we, this like we booked a, it like a six months, months ago. ago. Yeah, so it's like finally here. Now we're like, it's shit, cool we gotta though, get these too. songs tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though too. We actually have to leave to go to rehearsal yeah. now. Like <laughs> he, you know, he, re- he really does take on like a producer kind of role too, and he like just offers really like. Like smart advice. suggestions Definitely, yeah. during the recording process. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like we did a bunch of things on our last record that, yeah, I mean, we, like, we threw like so many different like effects and just like, you know, little sequences where like things would, you know, like fly around the headphones or something, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. different sounds, you know, just buzzing around the, the headphones and going will be a good example for people to listen right. to. Um, I mean, I know on "Breathe Again," the first track on that album at the end, the end track, there's like, yeah, there's like so a dive into like just psychedelic, like mm. trippiness, and then it flows into like the next track. So it's like, yeah, so like those first two tracks are both pretty good. Examples. It's like Float away four bass again. tracks like over top of each other, uh-huh. and like, but like two of them are like done with like an octave pedal that's like three octaves higher so it sounds like super weird and like artificial like computery like generated and there's like buzz going on in it and like envelope filters so it's just like big like swirling
but he really came through on that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, just, I it like just I, down to the point where it's like you would make a suggestion and he'd be like, and it would literally be like 0.5 seconds later and it was like done. Like it's like in the song. Like, yeah, you'd say, oh, yeah, like how about I this? And it was like, wow, that's like exactly what I was yeah, thinking. I feel, you know? I, feel, right along. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of times where like I felt like. Just like a crazy person, like, and they're like, okay, like I need like, yeah, like trying to I describe need, like, shit yeah, to him, like, and then he exactly, just like, it's like punches a few buttons. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I need like the sound of like sound an cool? alien ship like yeah. crashing onto like Dorothy's house, and you know, <laughs> and like or like something like that, or it's like okay, yeah. and like I got it. Yeah, it, sometimes being like he'll take a second, just like um. All right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then and then it's just like boom, there it is. Like it's like oh, that that's exactly what I was talking about. Like, yeah, Bob, <laughs> Bob is the man. Yeah. He uh, he uh, knows yeah. how to translate. Uh, Definitely that speak. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> that's that's like the complete opposite of what we do. <laughs> so that it's interesting to hear for our stuff. We pretty much uh, we go into this guy uh, Derek's studio okay. in uh, the green room. It's in Harrisburg. Shout out to Derek. Cool. Um, and we usually go in there. Maybe like uh, we're putting out a, a vinyl. Oh, nice. In like a couple months. Yeah, we were talking about that last time that we met up. That's awesome, dude. That's We yeah. were looking into that, but our shit was way too long. It's dude. a little... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we uh, we lucked out in terms of timing. What's yeah. that, is that a 44 minutes is your limit on well, that? It's actually yeah, it's, less. Well, it's, it's, oh, no. it's 22 per side. <laughs> it is 22 per side, but yeah. the, the guy told me that if you do more than... 18 minutes you lose quality you lose yeah. some of the low oh, end yeah. no that is true so yeah, yeah, yeah you so go out that. from the, the the center of the yeah. vinyl you lose oh, more wow. quality that's why the yeah. best song was always right yep. there in the, front, in the front so you always yep. have the most quality yeah, mm-hmm. so we came in one side is like eight just at 18 the other side is like 1930 okay. so we, we we had no otherwise yeah, we, no, no we couldn't have you know what i mean we wouldn't yeah. fit everything on there wow, but, yeah but what i was getting at was this like for us like boy we Right is uh, usually Mark wrote most of the tunes on the last record. I wrote two mm-hmm. with uh, one with them with Luke, and we would kind of go in and basically have a like a normal idea. We would been playing them just like you guys did. Yeah. But uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall when you guys are oh, mixing yeah. and be. Yeah. <laughs> I want a Dorothy's house falling yeah, right. on Toto, <laughs> but I want I, the scream of a dolphin yeah. for when the f- house falls. <laughs> you're, you're more than welcome to Popeyes yeah, studio man, next week. Definitely if you want, come man. by. My dad, my dad's <laughs> coming by. He's bringing, he's bringing a bunch of uh, his golf buddies. Cool, he's actually bringing a bunch of instruments. Oh, for, awesome! Yeah, uh, like like a like a dulcimer and uh, yeah. fuck yeah. Uh, Do you play it, dulcimer? I do a little bit, but I was going to say, I actually just found this out before I came here, which is super heartbreaking, but he had this Martin guitar Uh that was like gorgeous and he bought it the year I was born. And like, I was like, yo, this guitar is going to be mine one day. You know, like this is like my heirloom. It's like this. It's like the family sword in like Game of Thrones. You know, <laughs> like you know, like this is good. But like haunted this, heaven, yeah. Like I will wield this Take one day. This and well. like, I, I, <laughs> so we're, we were talking. We're gonna have a lot of like acoustic guitar, like on this like next record, <laughs> yeah. like way more than like the previous record, and like kind of like more like folky kind of blend folk rock. And um, what happened to the guitar? So I texted my dad today and I'm like, hey, like when you come by, like, can you bring like the Martin? Because like I want like Tommy to like record some stuff on it. Like and like, you know, that's like my favorite guitar. So like you should bring it. And then he was just like, I sold it. And then I was and then I was just like, ha ha. No, really. Bring (laughs) the Martin. And then like he was like, no, I sold it. And I was like, you're bullshitting me. 
It's like, yeah, I sold it last spring. Like I have like arthritis and like, like the neck is too wide. It like hurts for me to grab it. So I sold it and bought like a guitar with like a smaller neck. And I'm like, damn, no, that was like, I wanted that. So I sold it to me. I told told him that I was like, whatever you wanted for it. Like I would have, I would have gave you, I I was like texting him like before, like on the way over here. I was like, yo, give me that guy's information. (laughs) You're going to chase this guitar down. Yeah. I'm going to tech. I'm going to find this guy and I'm going to be like, yo, whatever you paid my dad for this guitar, I'll give you that. Like plus like 400 bucks to like give this to me. You know, because it's like that important that I have it. This guitar is Excalibur. This is this is Bruce Willis's dad's (laughs) watch from Nam. You know, he had it up. He had it up. He had it up his ass the whole time. You know, (laughs) a whole Martin guitar (laughs) is up his ass. (laughs) He's hiding it. (laughs) Yep, it's one hell of a splinter. Uh, Jesus Christ! I know. So unfortunately, I think we'll have to settle for uh, my Takamine. For the recording, yeah, Itaka means cool. They have it's a good, good company. It's good. It needs a setup because I've neglected it. But yeah, yeah. Are you uh, humidifying it and all that? All that jazz? And no, I'm really bad. They sell these that. really cool, yeah. like little plastic jobbies. You just plop, pop them in, oh, or, like yeah. once a day, just like soak the, up the sponge. It's like really. I'm so bad. Like I'm so obsessive about like taking care of like my bases because like those are like my babies. And yeah. I'm just like, but like all, like I have like five ukuleles and like, of course you do. And yeah, yeah. dude, I have a whole bunch. Like, Besides it's the one he smashed yeah, that in stupid. high school. No, that one is watch, watch the guy that has the Martin has that ukulele <laughs> yeah. too. Cause he's oh like God. a stalker. Dude, I've actually smashed like, <laughs> I think I've smashed like three or four ukuleles. Jesus. But the, but the thing is that one time was the only time I did it on purpose. The rest of the times were by accident. It was yeah. like, I sat on it by accident Very easy things or to like, like completely destroy. I, there, was, there was one time like I was like, I was going to like a friend's 21st birthday party. And for some reason I brought it and we all took like a stretch Hummer and I was like getting out the car and I slammed the car door oh behind me God. and it was right there. And what it was are the like chances? Did you yeah. hear it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it was like that, like El Cabong sound when they like hit the guitar against the tree and you just hear the strings just like splatter out. Oh God. Yeah. Jesus H Christ. <laughs> it was bad. But yeah, uh, don't, don't do that to ukulele. No. Yeah. That's a, that's I've been, I've been, I've been much better. I've been much more careful with my instruments now. <laughs> Especially now that I got these like fancy like American fenders, like you know, oh. like uh, like I've I don't fuck with that anymore. <laughs> no, those are those are nice bases. Yeah, yeah. Steve, what are you playing these days? Um, so I play keyboard mostly for Sensi, but like I mean, like what like what keyboard rig? Oh, are you playing? keyboard playing. Yeah. So um, I usually the rig that I bring out to shows, I'll have my eighty-eight key um chord cross. Isn't that my, what you have? That's my main keyboard. No, I have the SV1. Oh, at the, yeah, that's yeah. It's similar. It's similar to that. It's a Cross little is different. Cool. You it's you cool. saw my keyboard yeah. when we played together. Yeah. Um. So I usually have that, and then Tommy actually has a Roland uh, Juno. Mm-hmm. Um. I forget what the exact model of it is, but um. Like synthy sounds. Yeah, it's got a lot of nice synth sounds, and um, it's got nice organ sounds on it too. It's really got nice everything. Honestly, I could probably just use that if I wanted to. But I usually have that on my top, and then I'll have my Korg underneath, and that's basically my setup. I'll have um, uh, my melodica for certain songs, and then I have delay pedals hooked up to both the keyboards, and then I have tremolo on my main keyboard as well for like some of the like trippier, like kind of like 
James we get into, you know. Is that like <laughs> a new addition for like the new album? Like the tremolo stuff or um, I think you've always done No, that. I mean I've had that I played that on the last album, mm-hmm. like basically the whole time. I mean, honestly, there's probably less shit on this album that uses the tremolo. Um there was more shit on the last album for sure that used that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my basic setup. Um sometimes I have like a novation synth I'll bring out too, just like the little little guy. I used that on the last record too on a few of the songs but for the most part that's my setup i mean for keys and then you know when we practice you know we all switch off on shit too like i play drums guitar bass like we all do they you know, do you do that on your live shows as well do you sometimes. switch around we have, we have at times yeah there's sometimes where we'll do where we'll you know we'll just start a show and we'll all be on like different instruments like just you know, like I'll play bass, bucket. anton will be on drums tommy will be on like keyboard you know yeah i went and saw uh this band gentle giant and they like dude they're like a prog rock band and they all switch instruments like that but they're all like equally proficient on like each instrument like you could like if you were like listening to like a live recording like you wouldn't tell that like they all switched yeah like it but and it's like mind-bending like king crimson kind of like stuff Mm -hmm. uh I mean, we're not like that level. Yeah. Like when we do like well, the switch, it's definitely like, but, 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 like when, when we write songs. Though, Cause a lot of times like Tommy will come to us with a song that like he has on like keyboard. And like a lot of times when I write songs, like I'll write them on guitar and then like bring them mm. to the group. And then when we, when we know, do that switch, and then it turns into like everyone get on their actual instruments and learn when, it. <laughs> when know? we do that switch live, like it's typically like when we do like super like in the cut like dub reggae jams yeah like like <laughs> yeah like just what? like some like king tubby like yeah. the super fat like yeah. reggae Definitely, yeah, like, <laughs> me and anton just hold down the rhythm on that yeah because like you know? I'll, I'll hop on the drums and he'll play bass and then we'll just be like all right it's like we're just gonna be like yeah we're just gonna be like sliding like, where's buddy like, going buddy just like, so Buddy's buddy, the only one in the band that he can only play drums. He can't play any <laughs> other instrument. Even Kenny, Kenny can play guitar. So when we Kenny do that, plays guitar, yeah. so when we do that, Kenny usually hops off the congas, goes to guitar. Tommy will go from guitar Keyboards. to keyboard. I'll go from keyboard to bass. He'll go from bass to, to drums. drums, and Buddy will go from drums to, to percussion. Co- to percussion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's the only one that's it's the one like, damn move you don't do. <laughs> he's the only one that we can't should, really go to like an actual. Him. We should just melodic really, We should just like make him play triangle, yeah. or make him play <laughs> make him play the ukulele. There you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. What nobody wants to do. Well, yeah, those are always look fun. in the mirror, bro. Switch Come on, man. <laughs> don't be like that. Oh, jeez. Uh, actually. I, I played it re- when we were on the bus trip coming home. That was like the first time I played uh, uh, from yeah, our yeah. show, like last week in Syracuse. That was like the last yeah. time, or I mean, that was like the most recently I've played ukulele in yeah. like, God, probably like two years or something. It's been like so long. Yeah, just go, go, go ahead and grab one. Cool. Um, now, you guys were coming from Syracuse, and I saw on your Insta, I think it was your Instagram. Do you guys have a Medford Lee's bus? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we, um, Medford Lee's is a retirement center. <laughs> in case you, you didn't know, uh, but is it like hush hush? Probably shouldn't. No, no, no. It's all good. Um, so you know, it came to the point where we were like, okay, we grab me one too. We, grab I'll me t- one, one too. Uh, yeah, if there's one in there for me, I will also take one. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it came to the point where you know, it's like, okay, we're playing a lot. We're driving all over the place. Like it's bullshit having like three cars. Like going around shuffling everybody around and all the gear. Like we need to get like a vehicle and, um, 
So I, we practice in Mount Holly and every day driving to Mount Holly, I take route 38, like going right. down there. And every time right near where we practice, there's this giant bus lot. Thank you. Thank you. There's this giant bus lot called, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Wolfington. Wolfington's. Yeah. yeah. Wolfington. Um, oh yeah. They got like the school buses and they yeah, also they have sell, like, the Greyhounds. Yeah. They sell like school buses, like all like Greyhounds, like RVs, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like, we were just talking about like the possibility yeah. of getting a bus and I was like, Oh, well, like, well, you know, there's that spot on 38. Like yeah. we're, we, literally, we're, we all yeah. were just like, let's just call them. Turns out they have this old, old person shuttle bus. From the Medford Lee's retirement home, yeah, that no and one wanted to buy because apparently, it like, just someone, wasn't like you know everyone that went died there. in it, like, and then like well, like everyone that went there was looking for like school it. buses and shit, you know, right? They're not so going. I was like, for no that. one, no one when they saw that they had a handicap lift, like they were like, this isn't going to work for what we need. So it was like sitting there for like months, and they at, like we came at the point where they were like just trying to get rid of it, like. So you guys got a killer deal on yeah, this. Yeah. So like, should we tell you, should we say what you got for? I mean, I it doesn't care. really matter. We already yeah. got it. Yeah, we already got it. Yeah, it was so. like it was like three grand, and it and had, it had like, like sixty thousand miles yeah. on it. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, so we were like, like, there's tons of. They were asking more, and we got them down to like three grand. So it was like we felt nice. we <laughs> felt we felt good about it. Yeah. I mean, like it's been sitting there for months, and they're yeah. just like, just yeah, exactly. Yeah. They told us that, and we were like, but um, we'll give you. Why like would three. you give that away? Like, that yeah. information, like, yeah. yeah, it's been here for like six months. Like, I'm like, okay. We like true. We'll so no one wants in it. Half like. half. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you. But it's so nice having like that little like fold down lift out of the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the just handicap roll, lift. We, just, we literally we just, just roll our gear to, like, right onto it. Gear on. yep. Hit a little button on the side of the door, just lifts it right into the van. And then you just roll it in. Hey, Rob, we need in. that so bad, dude. I know. They, they found it at Wolfington on 38. Yeah, there's, right. pop, there's actually probably more buses like that there. Well, there you, know, you go, Mark. Like, Mark's going to write that down yeah. in his notes for, yeah, things, for other things for him to do yeah. other than getting us <laughs> beer and planning the tours and, you know. No, definitely. It's, he doesn't it's have enough to do. Running, running the band. Running the band. <laughs> dude, we just bought a trailer and a vinyl record, dude. Well, I don't know. we didn't. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Yeah, we did next, do that. Next purchase. Yeah, Speaking got, of which, guys, guys, world so tour, yeah, bro. So, so that's how you guys. That's yeah. how you guys roll. You do a trailer like to a van. Yeah, I have thing? a. I have an SUV, and we haul a five yeah. five by eight trailer. Oh, cool. Yeah, it works. See, no, definitely. A, just I want to get things like this, like what they. Got. Yeah, like the. Oh, they're the pointing at the Leslie, yeah. the case. Is that a Leslie in there? Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Oh man. Nice. Yeah, we got jelly. Carrying it around's not jelly, but the sound is. I can only imagine. I mean, I mean, I get pissed off just from my like big ass like chord keyboard alone, like lugging that shit out. Is there's a pain just in the nothing ass. that can replicate that, you know? Right. Like, and it's it's also it's a great. Just, it sounds great. It's a good talking point, and and people are like, "What's that?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's always fun to have seeing sound engineers see it for the first time because then you're like, "Oh, you don't know." Yeah. yeah. We're working with. <laughs> what do we do with this? <laughs> Where, where's the hole? Yeah, we played a. Can I know where the hole? We played Beard Fest last year. It was, I saw the video. Uh, sounds great. Well, but. Later, John Medeski came and played, and he had like like just seeing his like organ being set up, like like I was just like sitting like side stage like while like they were like hauling like all that on and just like seeing his like gear and all that was like just like wild, dude. That guy is just unbelievable. Yeah, was uh, it Medeski Martin and Mono, Mono Neon? Yes, it was, yeah, it, Medeski Martin Mono Neon. But, uh, but it. it I'd never seen him live before, and he was—he had like a, uh, like a clavinet 
on like the top of the uh, of the organ, and he was doing things where like he'd be like, like you know, like just like mashing the keys with like one hand, and then he'd be like lifting the top of the clavinet like with the other hand, just like pulling and like bending on shit that was like in there like while he was like hitting it and like That's bizarre yeah like he was like he was just did, did the clav had like that metal bar on top that he can like pull no, like the, the, the whammy like the, bar or whatever like the george duke like oh, whammy yeah, yeah. no 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 i didn't have that that's my next purchase by the way oh, those things are it's, awesome it's mark yeah. market has too many next purchases man, purchases, man. that's too well, many i want to get this guy the uh What's that? That like little Yamaha, uh, yeah, like, the, uh, like that. Reface, it's I like Yamaha it's Reface yeah. CE or CP. Or it's like one of those, something like but that. it's it's like a little tiny keyboard, but it does all like just like Rhodes, Wurlitzer, cool. yeah. and like clav sounds and like toy piano sounds, but just that's awesome. Like weirdly accurate. Sure. Um, yeah. No, it sounds sick and like the demos on like YouTube yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's just like it's like this big. That's like the only thing that sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. It's one of those little yeah. you're like, I don't know. I'm happy about <laughs> it, carrying it around. I'm a happy yeah. camper about that. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. All right, so you guys have you're coming out with this new record, which I didn't know about. It's fantastic. Do you have a name for it already? We actually Not don't. Yet, no. <laughs> I mean, um, we got like we got to go record. We've, we've had some we've had some ideas, yeah, but we've uh, got a list of songs, and that's like our starting point. Like we've got a good chunk of we got like probably like 10 songs that like we'll see what makes it on it we're just gonna go in and record and see what happens basically what's the idea is it kind of like a, still a jam band kind of record or is it or is it more organized songs definitely song more formats? organized yeah, so like our, our last record was well we didn't really have like a full length record so we were just like okay let's there's a whole bunch of songs that we played that ranged long. from when the band first started to Right up to when that album was recorded, that mm-hmm. were not recorded. So yeah. we're like, okay, let's just go in and just get all this stuff out mm-hmm. and get it recorded. And this album, I feel like we've really like come. It's a a, a lot of the songs kind of like touch upon like central themes. I think mm-hmm. like I feel like they're like a lot more like serious subject matter. Like yeah. the last record is definitely like. There's like, a, definitely the, a few the, the, serious songs, and then a lot of like. Kind there's of definitely like serious inside joke songs. There's, there's definitely like, serious songs yeah, on the like last record. Songs, like. but uh, but it's definitely like yeah, like let's go like party and like yeah, rage and exactly, like yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, more of a party vibe. But like this like, new record, I feel like it's a lot to do more with like, like an insightful. A lot, like, a lot more writing. It's got. Oriented. There's a lot of like songs that deal with like loss. Um, yeah. a lot, a lot to do with uh, like. Finding love, you yeah. know, like a whole bunch of like mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, there's a lot more like heavier subject matter. Definitely. Um, and I feel like because the subject matter is a little bit more serious, like the music itself kind of takes on a bit more of like a serious vibe too. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's funny too, like we like like so we've been rec- practicing like all these songs like for like the last like two months or whatever. Like every time we get together and practice, we're like, okay, like let's run through the entire album. Mm-hmm. And then we pull out a smartphone and we time each song, how like however long it takes. Cause we want a song to be like sm- yeah, short like enough radio friendly, to be on know? the radio. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of our songs are like five minutes, six minutes. But yeah, yeah we did like it's the, tough to get them. We, we short. did, we did, we <laughs> did. We're not we, all Springsteen. Yeah. We did like the entire thing, and we're like, okay, like the shortest song on here is like five and a half minutes, 
and like the longest one's like yeah. almost nine minutes. So we, like we went and back like, and like chopped it like, out a lot of shit on them. Yeah, so yeah. we're like just like trimming the fat on like all these songs, and they're still like so long. Yeah, like, like our shortest song now is like I think like so a little I over think, four minutes. I think that may be the like jam bandy miss. Maybe still. My question is this: You guys are going in a more serious direction. Is it just because you guys are getting a little older? Or is it definitely. because, or is it because you guys have kind of gone through some shit as as a group? Or is it I definitely both? I think it's I all mean, of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely getting, like now we've been doing sucks, it man. for like <laughs> ten years. You know? Everything hurts. I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm I, the last like two years or so. It's really become apparent to me that it's like, oh shit, I'm not gonna live forever. Mm. You know, like that's like yeah. really dawning on me now. It's like, damn, I gotta like, I got like shit I gotta do. You know. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of like, the, like a lot of like the songs that like we've been writing. I feel like kind of have some of that stuff in there too. Definitely. Like a lot of like, shit or get off the pot kind of messages. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least that's how I interpret them. No, but uh, I mean, at least that's how I intended some of them to be interpreted. But I mean, right. I shouldn't say that. You, you interpret them however you want. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but your inter- interpretation yeah. of my interpretation of them is that yeah yeah you don't want to influence uh, somebody else's yeah, thing no so yeah. shut up it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. don't listen to me it's all it's it's just serious okay? yeah, just, just listen yeah. to it. it's just an inside joke you wouldn't <laughs> understand it's more serious yeah. but it's still fun and good vibe right which is definitely. your guys kind of thing definitely yeah at least it's still got a good message even on like the darker like subject matter of some of the songs like and a lot of it uh, most of the songs are still like very uplifting like that's what we aspire to be like that's the point of like playing music to get people happy make, make sure everyone's having a good time and shit you know at our shows we want to make sure everyone's having a good time mm-hmm. you know enjoying themselves and no, everyone's sharing in the same you know unity of being there and being a part of something you know are you guys very conscious during live shows of how the vibe in the room is going and yeah. do you have a good sense of how to control the room yeah so like we'll i mean we'll definitely like assess what's going on and we'll alter whatever we're going to play that yeah, night according to it. Yeah. Um, right. Well, you're talking about making the set, but I mean, like, well, yeah, I know, are, I know what you're okay. saying. It's definitely, it's definitely a learning thing for us. You know, like we get better at that every time we play, I feel like, you know, learning how to like control a crowd and you know, what's going to like make a crowd go wild. What's, you know, the times to chill it out and keep it slower. Um, so it's definitely something, you know, that we're always learning of, how to do that you know Mm -hmm. to work a live crowd but i mean yeah we've i feel like we've definitely gotten to a point where like we can go in and like work the crowd and you know we we got that down like when we get in there like we can get the crowd hype you know Mm -hmm. that's like our thing we want to we want to bring the party every time we play you know Mm -hmm. that's like our vibe right it seems to be i checked out a few live shows on youtube it seems to be your thing now now by doing it so many times, is that why you guys created the Sensi uh, Family Gathering, the festival? Yeah. Or it, like, it, how long ago was that when you guys first started the festival, music festival? Well, this is the first year. This is the first uh, year. Oh, I thought this was like a few years. Okay. No, yeah, no. This, this, the first this one. Is the very first yeah, this year. The first year we're having. Um, yep. So you know, we just we played so many festivals, you right. know, over yeah. the course of our existence, and. Uh, you know, sometimes one day we were all just kind of like, you know, we can do this. And, uh, and it's worked out for like, you know, like our friends, like out of the beard space, like their festivals, mm-hmm. like taking them to some great places, you know? Definitely. And it's just like 
such a good it's such good promotion for your band to be like hosting a festival and it, it's almost like I almost feel like it's like more helpful than like going out and just like touring and grinding on the road and um well, it's an environment where all like-minded people and fans will oh, totally. yeah, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. combine, and yeah. and then if you're also sharing fans, it's in, and also meeting new people. It's exactly. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've just playing festivals and attending festivals. Like, I mean, it's just like such a fun time, and it's Definitely. just awesome yeah. to throw a good party. It's you something know? that like, we've wanted to do do for uh, a while. So mm-hmm. I mean, we've kind of like we've been talking about it for a few years, and now we've kind of just dwelled into it. We've just gone all all in on doing it so this year we're hoping to have an awesome event and you know we hope tons of people come out and have fun and party with us and enjoy themselves and we got awesome bands playing if you don't buy a ticket i know who you are (laughs) (laughs) well i know who you are not um but you said blind faith tickets are up now eh, on your website yeah yes so you how much are those 55 Okay, mm-hmm. and that's two days. Yeah, for a whole weekend yep. with camping, mm-hmm. and there's gonna oh be, with camping. Yeah, that's with camping. Yeah, it's a so good you deal. Can camp out for the night. There, you get as messed up as possible, and you don't gotta worry about driving home. I don't <laughs> know what you're there's about. gonna be a beer garden, <laughs> whole shebang. Like, yeah, man. Uh, uh, lots of things for you guys to announce, and we won't talk about it here because you guys. You <laughs> but know, we can say you guys are playing. I'm down with that. Oh, that's we didn't want to blow yeah, the lid, but I guess we're out now. Do you Breaking have like news. Like, do you have like some like fart noises or something you can hit or something like that? <laughs> <laughs>
On May 3rd, we've got a brand new record coming out called Say Hi to Earl. It'll be available on vinyl, CD, and digital download. And uh, you can go over to our website, www.hambonerelay.com, to pre-order the vinyl or the CD. All pre-orders will get a free copy of our live album, Like a Rocket, but louder. You can check Hambone Relay out this weekend. We'll be at Time in Philadelphia on March 15th, Friday. And on Saturday, March 16th, we'll be at the Fun House in Bethlehem, hanging out with our good buds, the Groove Merchants. It's going to be a kick-ass good time, so come out early and hang out late, and let's do this. Now back to you, Rob. Another segment of the show is called The Music News. I bring in the music news. We talk about it. First piece of the music news is uh, it's not really news. It's just touring season. So I got big touring news. First big thing is mostly for Mark. This first thing is Government Mule announced a spring tour. The coolest show they got is opening up for Leonard Skinner and Buddy Guy. <laughs> Whoa, no and, shit, and really? That's awesome. I'm not going to say this name right. Uh, Canandaigua, New York. Canandaigua, New York. Canandaigua, I've yeah. been there before. It's, that's a C-Mac. Yeah. That's near where I grew that's up. That's C-Mac. Yeah, I've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, on July the 13th, they'll be playing. Government Ooh, Mule will be dude. opening for Leonard Skinner oh, and Buddy Guy. Dude, it's probably dude. Leonard Skinner's goodbye run. I'm going, awesome, bro. That's an awesome venue, actually. Oh, my God. If that wasn't so close to our festival, I would so go yeah. up there and dude, see that. That's, that's great. No joke. I saw I saw a Dream Theater, Deep Purple, and Emerson Lake and Palmer at, at that oh, venue. Oh, man. I was just talking about Dream Theater today. That's funny. I went and saw them... One of the first shows I ever went and saw was them opening for Yes. Wow, dude. That's but like, cool. but like fragile Yes lineup. Oh, you wow. know, like okay. it was like the OGs. You <laughs> right, know, it right, was right. great. That's awesome. Chris Squire, you know, well, Alan yeah, White, dude. like all those guys. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. Who's who's playing keyboards with them? Rick Wakeman. Rick Wakeman. Nice. Yeah, he was wearing a big old <laughs> foil cloak. You know, it was all shiny and shit. Jesus it was awesome. Christ. Yeah, that's great. That's so but he was plugging his patches in on on all his like synths and stuff yeah it was awesome the next big touring news is uh that mo and the blues travelers are nice. going on tour together g love with nice. g love opening oh, up yeah, they're great. gonna be at the pony we on should go friday july 12th um g love and special sauce well it's just g love i don't think special sauce like the whole G-Love band's coming awesome dude. um and then actually tonight as we're is it filming, 1996 do, <laughs> cake and um cake and what's it called ben folds are going 90s, back on tour uh, what oh man it isn't it is it the is 90s 90, it is the 90s yeah, right. as we're filming this right now tedeschi trucks are playing in philly tonight so we're missing that show oh, but damn that's a good show yeah dude tickets rest to that show were like 150 bucks what, rest in peace kofi burbridge yes, everybody yes, peace, kofi. for sure that, yep that was part of my music news he passed away. Uh, how did he pass away again? It was a complications of. Uh, well, he had heart surgery he had a year heart ago. Surgery, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a shame. that's shame. a bummer, man. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know much about him until our friend uh, Rachel introduced uh, Kofi and like showed me some music. I was like, oh, this guy's fucking insane. That's I had awesome. The piano. Yeah, he did like a lot of like sitting in with like Almond Brothers and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I've seen Tedeschi Talks Band twice with him, mm-hmm. and. Incredible show! Like I saw them open for the Black Crows once, and they blew them out of the water. Really? You know, like completely, awesome. completely. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he'll be missed. Band. Yeah, uh, they're bringing the spirits up. Lockin. Yeah. Have you <laughs> seen <laughs> this Lockin festival lineup? Dude, Trey and Tradeshi Trucks band. That's what I'm excited for. Speaking of Tedeschi uh, Trucks, so awesome. speaking of Tedeschi Trucks, they uh, they released like the full lineup. Well, most of the lineup. For the the festival, if you haven't seen this 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 uh, even just the poster, it's just the who's who of jam bands or even just rock yeah, yeah. bands. Lockin's or always dub like it's great mix of all Bobby and music. Susan Tedeschi. Right, but well, the thing that's blowing everybody's minds is the um, 
the Friday Saturday mm-hmm. situation, which is that Trey Anastasio band is yeah. going to have Derek Trucks in for most yeah. of their and set. And they're doing the SWAT. And then the awesome. SWAT, the opposite on the next night, which is Tedeschi Trucks band featuring Trey yeah, the entire That's great. Night. And then everybody's on it Wolfpack, O'Teal and Friends, Twiddle, Preservation oh, Hall, uh, yeah. Chris Robertson, Brotherhood. I love Wolfpack. Gary Clark. It's uh, great. Every, Dude, I went, I went out. I went out to Red Rocks to go see Wolfpack. That was a great time. Man. Are you serious? Oh, that's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, it was uh, Noah, Kamasi, yeah. oh, Washington, wow. and then Wolfpack. Oh, wow. Yeah, great time. That's, that's a crazy awesome. You guys going to MSG to see them? I saw that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get tickets for that dude, for frequent sure. Frequent flyers, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nate Smith. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. It's gonna Somebody, be great. I think we're going to go. We're going to end up going. Yeah, we should, going. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go to ticket. For I was that. telling a friend, like, watch, you're going to troll. Everybody said this is the, their goodbye show. <laughs> watch, they're going to troll. And this is it. We sold out Madison Square Garden. We're done now. It's just <laughs> right. insane how, like, three years ago, they were playing the Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah. And now they're playing MSG. That's like a 17,000-seat like jump. Mind you, they haven't sold it out yet, so maybe they won't do it. But, but who knows? Well, was the, I, it's one I mean, night. They haven't been here in a while on well, the East Coast. I'm, I guess, I, I mean, I've only seen Fish and Radiohead at MSG. And, like... Both those shows were just packed and wild. And, like, so, I mean. You, did you go to Baker's Dozen? Did you go to that? Yeah, I hit seven shows. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's Dude. too much. So, yeah, I, that, I love fish, but I don't think I could do seven shows in a row. That's too much. Yeah, this I have. It's like fish, fish yeah. fanatic over here. He's, he's yeah, I've seen shirt podcast. Yeah, I've seen fish over 30 times since wow. 2013. Wow. And, uh, That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, crazy. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you know, a lot it's of like, people. It's like, is it? <laughs> yeah, you know. That's uh, what I said. Yeah. A lot of people don't, don't get it, and it's cool, you know. Uh, but it's really like my summer vacation every year. Like, I'll go, and I'll be like, okay, I'll go see them like five times in a row. And then, it's like my, I know that sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I know the show's like, different every night, like, it so is. it's worth it. Like, I know, it I understand, is. I understand. Well, like, I just all right, so, like. <laughs> So, like, for example, like, one of the shows we went to during the Baker's Dozen, like, all of Suburban Sensi, just, minus our guitar player, just happened to go that night. Same night. Yeah. And each night they had, like, a themed for, like, if they, there was, like, a Baker's Dozen, so they had, like, a donut theme. And each night was a different flavored donut, and the whole set of music would pertain to whatever flavor that was. So, like when they did like strawberry flavored, they would do like strawberry letter twenty three, mm-hmm. and like things like that. But the night we happened to go, it was like a Tuesday. Uh, it was jam filled donut was oh, like so. the flavor. <laughs> so we were like, oh my god, this is gonna be insane! <laughs> and like we get there and. They do like a four or five song like set that's like an hour and like twenty minutes. But uh, like that's they, awesome. Like they took like a song that yeah, like they literally just jammed like the whole. They time. took like a so- <laughs> they took like a song that like they've never played Which is longer. Like every one of their yeah, <laughs> but like they did like weird stuff. So it was a normal fish set. <laughs> but they did like weird stuff where they took so- they took like all the songs they never jam on and like jammed on them. So they took like a song that like never extends like past like two and a half minutes and they made it like a half hour you nice. know and like you know like but they but it gets it's not just like them just like hammering through like the same thing the whole time they really do like touch upon like interesting like chord changes and like different ideas and 
I don't know. I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna get off my. I'm gonna get off my fish soapbox. No, it's okay. I teach know. teach the people. Yeah, this man can have this man can have a whole this, this fish is, podcast. This is why himself. everybody hates. This is why everybody hates fish. Is because there's people like me that are like. Because there's people that are like, I don't like fish, and then I'm like, well, because of something and in the cosmos, like, and, and then <laughs> like three hours go by, and they're like, Jesus, you're still fucking talking, like, yeah. So yeah, I'll just stop. <laughs> there's actually a second part of this podcast. Go to YouTube.com/slash. Yeah. On to the next piece of news: Sorry. Mountain Jam just released their their uh, lineup. <laughs> It's all it's all music festivals today, ladies and gentlemen. So Mountain Jam That's released their vibes. lineup. They're getting back to the jam. Yeah, they're getting back to it. So Mules on it, Willie Nelson family, the Avett nice. brothers, Allison Krauss, Russo's almost dead. Uh, one of Mark's least favorites, uh, Michael Franti and the Spearhead. Not, um, a, not a fan of Michael Franti. Not a fan. No. Lucas Nelson's on it. I love Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. It's okay. I kind of I kind of don't like Michael. Here's Franti a few either. that yeah. you might like. <laughs> hey, I don't hate them. But but Michael, if you're listening to you, I would love to open for you. Right. <laughs> so you already heard us say some shit. We're already out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Sensei fucked that. Yeah, he already those guys. Family gathering in my ass. Uh, Amy Helm, Twiddle, Carl Dentz's uh, Tiny Universe, awesome. which they're at the Ardmore. Wow. Carl Dentz. Yeah, uh, they're at the Ardmore in March. Week? Carl Dentz's playing with the Rolling Stones, dude. Yeah, yeah no, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's their guy. He's the man. He's making the money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my God! Can you imagine that paycheck? That, that Lenny. Kravitz I sure he money. can. His store's about to go for like twenty years. He's like, I don't I care. I have Rolling Stones money yeah. now. My God. Yeah. <laughs> now to something a little both depressing and uplifting. I don't know if you guys keep up with like uh, popular music news. Uh, R. Kelly locked up. Oh yeah, I did see that. But I, fuck R. Kelly, man. <laughs> yeah, you fuck know? that guy. Like, hey, we we covered on like, Halloween. On, I believe I can fly. With Buddy singing, yeah, we did. We did a space. We, we did a space on percussion. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We, 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 no, we, he actually sang lead vocals. He got off the kit and yeah, came we, to the front. That was one of the songs where we did a swap for. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. like, yeah, we but, all swapped instruments. So we did. That. We did a space themed Halloween. So it was like all like aliens and like flying themed right. and stuff. So we were like, hey, let's do. I believe I can fly. That makes space sense. Jam. And then like a couple days after that, I saw that documentary. On Lifetime You're about like, him, <laughs> and I was like, "God damn it! Like, <laughs> fuck! Like, I mean, I knew he was a scumbag, but like, man, but what, to like, what degree? Nobody had a <laughs> that's clue. Why, and that's why we made like, Buddy sing the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's on him, I guess. <laughs> anyway, he's out on bail. He posted. I think it was like a million. It was like a million dollar bail. He posted it. Really? That's insane. Uh, no, well. When when people say your bail is a million dollars, you actually yeah, only have to like, post ten percent, yeah. which is ten k yeah. or hundred k. Excuse me, I, I can s- do math. I, mean, yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say, I, I, mean, I, mean, I was whatever. just thinking. I was like, wait. I, I, I mean, I don't know how accurate these. I things. may be on something, but I can do this. What? Sorry. I, I don't know how accurate these things are, but I saw that he lost like something like. 92 percent of like his like net worth. Over, like, that documentary. Like, so many, like... The radio station's pulling them off the Yeah, everybody just, like... Yeah, everyone just, like, dropping him and everything like that. And That'll do it. That uh, Mute R. Kelly movement's doing its job. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) That's pretty... Good for y'all. 
Yeah, good for y'all. Keep fighting the good fight. Don't cover R. Kelly again. No, we won't. Yeah. I definitely Sorry. Won't. <laughs> I definitely Sorry, won't. guys. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe we'll do a... Uh, maybe igni- It was in good taste. <laughs> can, can we do a 35-minute version of Ignition? Ooh, <laughs> you're, you might be onto something. No, <laughs> And this was their last interview before yeah. they... <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to be locked <laughs> up next. <laughs> On to the next segment of the show. It's called Whip It Out. This is where the gentlemen here whip out their phones, and they whip out their Spotify or Apple Music. We talk about the last five things they listen to, and uh, I have my last five things. Mark may have a couple he'll throw in. Um, But here I'll start just to kind of get us going. Away from the jam scene, i kind of been jumping around different things. Uh, the Life and Times album by Jim Croce. My dad's a huge Jim oh, Croce yeah, fan. So nice. I, I love the album. Oh, Jim Croce's uh, great, man. Jim Croce's the man. Uh, Queen's Greatest Hits 1 and 2. There you go. Because the movie came out. Yeah, you guys yeah. like Queen at all? I'm not the biggest fan, honestly. Okay. But so, I do I do enjoy Queen. I'm not, I don't like hate Queen. It's funny because... I just never I, really got like that into them. Like I, I know they're like main songs. Right. I don't really like. I I couldn't tell you like they're like in depth like catalog. Right, you you're know like what cool. I, mean? I acknowledge you, but I'm not totally exactly. Yeah, I, I feel it. like I'm slow. I feel like I'm starting to get into Queen because yeah. like you know a lot of times like with like classic rock stuff, you're like you're like you're like I don't like. Stuff that, like, my dad doesn't like. Because, like, you know, your dad shows you a lot of classic rock stuff. So he'll be like, you know, like, Led Zeppelin's good, but, like, the Eagles fucking suck, dude. <laughs> you know? Or, like, whatever, you know? Uh, but, like, he did not like Queen. And so, like, I didn't... I really didn't like yeah. Queen for a while. So that's the and thing. Then, like, my dad um, didn't like Queen. And I'm just like, eh, like, I don't know. I don't... Like, I'm, I'm good. My dad was, my dad was indifferent. I, yeah. I, yeah, I think I just, like, I just started, like, listening to it. I, it took me until, like, I started actually playing music, I think. And then a couple of years into that, I heard some stuff, like, on the radio. And I'm just, like, dude, like, Another One Bites the I Dust. Was just say, like, I that bass line is, dude, like, one song. of the best bass lines yeah. ever. It's like, it song. is timeless bass. Like, Definitely. I love that bass Definitely. riff. Definitely. But well, speaking of them, don't see the movie. It's fucking terrible. Okay, uh, that's good. I hate biopics anyway. Give me a good yeah. documentary instead. Yeah. You know? uh, two. We're going okay. back to the music. Um, Ted Bundy. Oh, that was very that was very uplifting. That, well, that whole it was interesting. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> what, about <Fuck> the, you? <laughs> what about the Fire Festival documentary? Oh, the Fire Festival. Have you guys seen that shit? Yeah, yeah, dude. I actually just watched that. Too. Well, you watched uh, both of them. I watched just the, the one. Watched I watched the, the one, and I watched the Netflix one. Yeah, so and we, we haven't seen either of the other ones. Oh, you gotta you gotta see yeah. both sides because it's just the whole thing. It's just yeah. I I think I got halfway through the Hulu documentary and I kind of I got busy. I'm gonna watch the rest. Well, of the Hulu ones like way more like they were like. How much a guy and shit. That's why I was saying I was like, at least our festival is not going to be that big of a disaster <laughs> until, you, until you show up. <laughs> yeah, right. so I, don't we, I don't think we can. Be you know, you should troll <laughs> everybody. Everybody, please buy the five thousand dollar platinum ticket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should troll everybody anyway. Yeah. Just have like little I tents set up you everywhere. Kendall like, Jenner will be there. Some FEMA tents. Like. <laughs> oh my God, come on. Just have a couple tents and say FEMA. That'd be it. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Uh, I was listening to uh, Bill Evans' record, por- Portrait in Jazz. Oh, nice. nice. So, uh, it has Paul Motion, and uh, I think it's Larry Grenadier. Mark, can, if you got to correct me, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Well, piano player extraordinaire, goddammit. Um, 
Uh, also in the news is Ryan Adams. You know Ryan Adams? He's like in the news Sexual for allegations, that whole yeah. thing. Well, I was I was wondering like what it's like every he... other day now. <laughs> yeah, but Someone the reason else. why the reason why he's on my list was when I said Look, the last man. five things that truly mean. I was like, what did this guy sing? And and yeah. his big song was the "Come Pick Me Up" song. Yeah. I listened to that. And then the Eric Clapton from the Cradle record. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, the the we were on the drive home from um, where were we coming from? Virginia. Virginia. No. This past know. weekend, Elizabethtown, oh, oh. we were played Funk Brewing Company. Oh, I love Funk, man. They make some great beer. Oh, yeah. they do, yeah. and great food. Silent Disco, man. That's yeah, dude. One. That's a good one. Yeah. We had another one uh, that was really good. It was an IPA or, yeah, it was a double. It was, it was the double that remember. they had. Um, but I got kind of drunk. I don't remember. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he really nice. did. He had some friends from in town. Nice. He went we to. We should a, play there. So he, um, <laughs> it's a small drunk. stage, but <laughs> like. It's out in Elizabethtown. Okay. It's a nice little brewery. I mean, it's a small stage. We kind of fit on it, but. <laughs> you guys, I think they have an extender for the stage, so you might be able to fit five That's people in there. Um, but uh, we were listening to From the Cradle on the way back. Okay, so let's so. do this. Let's start with Steve. You want to go with me? Yeah, let's uh, do uh, the last see. five things you listen to. Let's what do you got? See. Let me go on. By the way, real quick, every episode has a Spotify playlist attached to it. So if you look for DCTO, this is number seven. This is number eight. Episode number eight. I can't believe we made it this far. DCTO008, <laughs> you'll find this episode's uh, playlist on uh, Spotify and um, featuring Suburban Sensei. And uh, every song or artist that we mentioned will be included uh, on the playlist. All right, so what do we got, Steve? Uh, let's see. Well, right off the bat, what we were listening to on the way here was uh, Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory. Oh, yeah. So, some good car Classic. bumping music. Uh that's always good. I like always bumping hip hop in my car. <laughs> um, let's see. So going back before that, when I was going to pick them up, I was listening to the Beatles' "Help." Uh, oh, the whole record, or just the, like the yeah. Same? No, I was listening. Yeah, I had the record going. Oh, so nice, nice, nice. I had that. Um, that was one of those ones my dad loved that he played in the car oh, all yeah, the time. Help yeah. is some same. good stuff. Oh, you, um, your dad's were, oh, yeah. your dads were huge, huge oh, yeah. Beatles fans, especially like the early years, like that. Like yeah, the early. Then I had I was listening to "Night Shift" by Bob Marley earlier. Classic. Uh, good song. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the dub version, It's All Right, with Lee Scratch Perry producing. Um, then I had the Interrupters. Um, Who's I can't, that? I can't go past They're that. like a newer Scott Yeah, band? so they're um, they're actually like on like Radio 1 for 5 and shit now, but they're produced by Tim Armstrong, the dude from Rancid. Oh. So um, that actually the song I was listening to had him in it, too. Um, what else do I got on here? What's I, number I five? I can't go back any further than that. My boy's going off YouTube here. Yeah. Um, oh, do you uh, you don't believe in the streaming services? I know. I know. I was listening. I was listening to some Donovan earlier too. Some uh, oh, Cosmic Wheels album. I was mm-hmm. listening to. Um, so yeah, I mean, we love Donovan. We cover some of his shit, and he's definitely a big influence on us. Speaking of so things you cover, are you, are you have any big surprises coming for your festival? Or just like for like cover wise. Oh yeah, are you, have you not even like planned it yet? Are you are you like waiting? We definitely have some ideas. Like okay. they're like, it's just crazy running this thing because you have like, you're thinking about like logistics and being like a stable like I'm gonna run like an event. And then, like, there's the other side of your brain, which is like, I want to throw, like, a crazy, like, party. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like, the two of those are clashing, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be responsible, uh, but also you want to rage. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. For sure. Uh, all right, but here, real quick. Anton, give me your five. Give right. me your last five things you, you were checking out. Let me put my Spotify. And then we'll get a mark up here. So, yeah, I guess I'll go through the... These are albums. But, yeah, so I got... Uh, 
Um, so yeah, starting off with a the Keystone Sessions, by, which is Jerry Garcia and Merle Saunders. Um, is that where they cover bluegrass songs? No, this is like this is like all like Motown and like old like reggae kind of stuff, like a lot of like Jimmy Cliff, like Marvin Gaye. You know this? Um, this I've, heard, I've heard it before. Yeah, I don't know this. Record. It's like a nineteen. I think it's like from like nineteen seventy three. Okay, maybe. But it's like early, early Jerry Garcia band type stuff. Um, very, very cool. Uh, I've been, I'm a huge deadhead and I have been like my whole life. And, but like the Jerry Garcia band, I feel like is just a very, they're like a, everybody I've heard, I've heard like, I heard an old deadhead at a show once say that like, yeah, man, like the Grateful Dead is like the party, but like. Jerry Garcia band, that's like the temple, you know what I'm saying, man? And like, yeah, JGD is as stupid that. as that sounds, like, yeah, we got, we got <laughs> it made open, sense to me. We got to uh, open for uh, Melvin Seals and JGB, uh, not the real Jerry Garcia band. We got to open up. No, man, that's amazing, man. I, yeah. I, I, like Melvin Seals, dude. He was the longest. I mean, other than his bass player John Kahn, he was the person that was in the Jerry Garcia band the longest. Mm-hmm. Like he was like with them from like yeah, eighty three, eighty four, like all the way up to the end. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, man, love love that stuff. And then uh, next thing I got on here is uh, we were talking about Mo earlier. Got a live album by Mo. Call what? Uh, warts and All Volume Two. Uh, Mark loves the Warts and All. He, dude, he, he, I, he, I'm a yeah. huge Mo fan. Dude. Are you really? Yeah. Dude. Oh, it's awesome, man. Yeah, man. yeah, we're, yeah th- that's this awesome. is literally that's like this is like my favorite Mo show. Fuck yeah! This was because I I think I have like the first couple of warts and alls. I think it's out. like two thousand two. I'm not sure. I think it's from somewhere in like Atlanta. Oh okay. Um, but the second set on it, it's like Mexico Happy Hour Hero Seat in My Pants. Sensory deprivation bank, like, the, like dude, all it's that. all the old shit, dude. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Cool. But like, shit. but it's it's like an hour and like ten minutes of this like nonstop playing. Like they just like set nice. like I, I, the segues in between their songs. They're like one of the best bands to do that. Just like the way they they're, melt, they're the way so they good mesh at songs together is like insane. Have you ever have you ever seen them do like a full s- segue show where it's like literally they don't stop playing? Oh, yeah. except set break. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, and then yeah. they and then they they close with whatever they open with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, like like I went to like the Halloween show that they did in uh, in Philly when they did like the uh, the video game themed music, mm-hmm. and it was just like you know a whole set of like Mo, but like. Nonstop weaving in and out of like yeah. Zelda and like Mario <laughs> Brothers, That's awesome. and like it was just like crazy. That's awesome. Uh, and I mean, because I'm a bass player, like I think Rob Durhock is like the best bass player Dude, in he, the jam scene yeah. right now. He's he's, he's the like shit. he is he's unbelievable. Uh, and I've, yeah, he definitely <laughs> is one yeah. of the guys that was like, all right, I want to like slap, you know, <laughs> right. I want to get my oh, slap yeah. on. All right, give me number um, four. I think it's number four. Uh, dub Reggae by King Tubby, which is like a full album. Just like super dub, just like in the cut dub. Super greasy. Uh, <laughs> the next thing I got is an album by Mike Gordon Band called The Green Sparrow, which is uh, there's like some stuff by like Leo Kotke on there. Mm. And it's like really like interesting acoustic kind of stuff. And I mean, I'm a big fish fan, but. Like that a lot. And the last thing I got on here is White Pepper by Ween. 
yeah. and I'm a huge a Ween album. fan, and that is my favorite album by Ween. That's awesome. And I just think they are the best songwriters of the '90s. No, <laughs> Speak- I'll argue till the till the sun comes up with anybody <laughs> over that one. Have you guys but ever we'll played, leave that to another. Have you guys ever played John and Peters in New Hope? Uh, or I ha- we Dean haven't Ween's played there, spot? but I've gone to seen. Uh, I've gone to see Dean Ween. Do like the, do like his the like, invitation he thing. Does like his invitation. Yeah, cool. And then there was one time too where I saw he posted on Facebook where he was just like, "Yeah, like Dean Ween groups just having a show here. We're testing out twenty new songs we wrote. Like, just come out That's if you cool. feel like it." And it was like two hours before the show happened. <laughs> so it was just got in my car. Like me and my girlfriend got in our car. And That's was, like, awesome. Right there. Let's go, 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 yeah, go! Like, oh man, like it's only an hour away. Like we get in there, like we can make it. Uh, <laughs> Did you, and you, you made it? It was a good show? Yeah, we made oh, yeah? a great show. We got That's to good. meet him afterwards That's and awesome. stuff. Like, How yeah. sick is that? Super cool guy, man. Dude, yeah. my, my old band, The Late Ancients, we played a gig at John and Peter's. There was literally one person there, and it was Dean Ween. And the bartender. It was the bartender and Dean Ween. That's awesome. That's amazing, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, man, he's like a total, like, yeah, he's, cool, he's a so. total townie. He's like, super cool, like, like, too, yeah, yeah, he just hangs out in New Hope, man. That's a cool town, for sure. Yeah, like, man, yeah. like you, you buy him a beer, you give him a... Give him a Marlboro. He's cool. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, a cool place. If you're ever looking to do covers, I just played there. It's uh, Logan Inn, the, okay. the, the hotel over there. It's Is really that nice. a new hoop? Yeah. Or, oh, cool. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. Yeah, I feel like I've heard hey, Mark, what do you got for your uh, last five? Yeah, or your last few? Right. Yeah, sorry. I. You're good. No, it's I cool. Don't it's apologize. Not, it's not about, the whole not, point of this podcast. It's not about us. <laughs> yeah, the whole podcast is talking about like new music people, no, but maybe oh, don't yeah, know. Definitely. All right, so here's what I got. I was listening to the Grateful Dead, uh, the Live Dead album. Nice. This Saint Stephen. That's like his so, favorite shit, shit right here. <laughs> uh, that's literally the album that made me start playing music. Nice. What? No shit. <laughs> I was in a dark room. Someone gave me <laughs> some a, a chemical of some kind, <laughs> and I like water. Some well, it's water. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was like, it was a weird spot in my life where like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And like the second, like, like that St. Stephen, the 11 turn on your love light. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. like this is like life changing. Yeah. That was my first dead album ever. That, that, Same, that was like yeah. my first it's experience with like real live grateful so dead good, stuff. Yeah. Yep. And like that breakdown, like after like the one man gathers when another man spills, like yeah. that Saint Stephen breakdown, yep. that boom, 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 that like I just envision like streets of like San Francisco, like during that. Fuck yeah, like, it's Dude. just like such like Definitely. the most like quintessential like sixties. Yeah, like, shit's so good. I listen to that album all the time. Yeah. I love it, man. We actually covered Saint Stephen. Yeah, actually. we did for nice. a while. Yeah, yeah. We had nice, a great song. Um. Then I got, I got, me. I got, uh, Morris Day in the Time. Yeah, <laughs> nice. really? Yeah, yeah, dude. The the bird, dude. I wasn't expecting. Uh, yes. that. Okay, what yeah, else? Man, you got? I love what Morris Day. I got, uh, I got some Blind Faith. I was listening to their yeah, their nice. one album. Um, had to cry today. Had to cry today. We actually yeah, we, we, covered, we just one, covered that one. tune too. Nice, actually. Yeah, man. And then talk yeah, about. I like your guys' cover selection. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Talking about Mo, I was listening to Rebubula on No Doy because that's my favorite Mo song. Nice. Killer song, Very and then yeah. all this making fun of fish. I actually was listening to a fish alive one. You enjoy nice. myself, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, that whatever. was the song that sold me <laughs> on there, man. You know, prog rock excellence, man. That's right, dude. That was my that I I love that. I mean, I'm not a huge fish fan, but I love that uh, that live oh, record yeah. is great, dude. Dude, all that early stuff's great. Yeah, we had a friend of ours, Brendan Johnson, on. He was telling us about the uh, uh, the heavy. 
Prague album that they just put out that was supposed to be a joke. It had like a fake name. It was a fake so name or whatever. Their Halloween, what their Halloween show, usually every time they play Halloween, they cover another band's record in its entirety. And that's like, whenever they announce Halloween, everybody guesses like whatever it's going to be and everyone like goes crazy over it. And they give out like a playbill. Like when you first like a get, musical type yeah, show. exactly. Like okay. a musical when you first get in there, and that's when it's revealed. So like right when the doors open, and they've done things from like the White Album to like uh, that one Talking Heads record with like Once in a Lifetime's did, on. Did they do Waiting uh, for Columbus? By they've Little done Pete Waiting too? for Columbus. Yeah. They've done uh, It Remain in Light. That's it. Uh, they've done all kinds of things. Loaded by Velvet Underground. Mm. Um, Great album, but. So everybody's like, oh, man, like they're going to do like some like Jimi Hendrix or like something like something. And they come out and they're like, OK, we're going to do Kasvat Vox's 1981 Scandinavian Krautrock like self-titled album. The most exclusive album ever to be recorded like by a band that no one's ever heard of. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> so pe- so people just start researching this like on Google and they start seeing like Rolling Stone reviews and like all music reviews of like this record but it turns out fish fucking paid these people to write fake reviews of this record that did not even exist and then they just played this thing and they wrote that they were just it was just a whole new set of fish music mm-hmm. and like but with like music, but with like lyrics that sounded like they were loosely translated from like another language. So like, <laughs> so like, so like a lot of like it's super like doesn't make like any sense at all. But it's honestly like the best music they've come out with in the last like ten years, I'd say. Um, That's what my, our buddy was saying. He's saying that now that it was there was like originally a joke, but now they're like, oh. We have to play this album a lot yeah. more now. Yeah, they have to play that out yeah. live more. It's like taking on like a crazy light. Like that's that's the thing. Like every time you go and see them, you're just like in the store for something that's gonna make you feel like, oh man. Yeah. Like and that's what I love about them. And that's like what I wanna strive to be with my band and our band. Oh, yeah. Is I wanna be something that's like every time we play a show, you take away something different from it each time. Definitely. And you're like that makes me want to go see it again. Hell yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, good shit. Are you as big a fish fan as he is? He's not. I, I like fish, but but, I he, mean, but he like the dead. So no, like, yeah. so like, I definitely he, so, like. I don't like hate fish, but, but I just but, like I don't know like as in depth like as like Anton. <laughs> right, I'm, Steve doesn't know. You're not like I'm about just, the rapper. I'm just a like, fanboy yeah. douche. <laughs> like. There's like no, I, I, there's know, like a, I know a majority of their catalog. Like yeah, I know but, most of their songs, but, that's but not the I'm thing sure there's a yeah. lot of shit I don't know. Like, too. what would be the band that would be your fish for like for you? Are I you mean, stupid? like dead or I mean, my favorite band, like just from like going back to like my childhood, is The Doors. That yeah. was like that was like my favorite band, like go. growing up. Um, but I mean, I got a ton of like bands that I like just like go to, like the Beatles. Like I was saying with the Help album, like that's just a band like. I go to and like I could just listen to any day at any given time like and just put that on. Um, so I mean I guess like I don't know I don't really have like um per se like favorite favorite like band. I just there's a ton of bands I love, but I I'd say probably like The Doors were like my biggest like influence. Like Ray Manzarek's keyboard work. I mean like that was like a big reason of like why I like started playing like 
keyboard no shit. and shit, you know, like listening to that shit growing up, like Beatles shit, Rolling Stones, like all their early like 60s albums, like it was all a huge influence on me for sure. So, I mean, I, I guess I would like it, it came down to it, I have to go with like one of those bands right, right. as like my like go-to like favorite but like i listen to so much different shit well hold on, so like. this is actually gonna lead us perfectly into the next round which is the lightning round or next segment's called lightning round okay. so, so <laughs> we started with steve get it we're gonna go start with anton this time okay i have 10 things here okay firsts or favorites and as fast as you can try not to dwell too long on it because okay. your first response is always the right response <laughs> okay. in our in our theory uh here we go first album you ever owned <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Probably that one Limp Biscuit album. Yes, with, uh, yes. It was yes. the one with like the graffiti and the dude like with the hoodie on it. Like which like, it was like it's like spraying yeah. the spray paint can. Which one yeah. is that? In the nook, the one, it it's whatever one had Nookie yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Right, yeah. First show you ever saw. Um, Big concert. I would. First one I can really remember, I would say, would either be Kansas at the Keswick Theater. Awesome. Or, yes, with Dream Theater opening at the Borgata with Christopher Squire and Rick Wakeman and Alan White, like all the originals. That's pretty Uh, fucking awesome. um, That's cool. But, yeah, it would be either one of those. Uh, Last show you saw that you weren't a part of. Uh, that would probably be Fish, New Year's Eve at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Uh, favorite song to play? Uh, just like original song either. or either? Either you, a cover or your song or a song you're learning? Uh, I mean, it's going to sound a little self-centered, but there's a song that, that I wrote that we've been playing recently about an alien that feels that fills gasoline up at a gas station. It sounds weird. And this is on the new but album. It makes, but it makes more sense when you hear it. Yeah, it will be on the uh, new album, hopefully. I mean, we'll be the judge. Uh, but I've really been feeling that one, though. And, yeah. Least favorite song to play? Um, Probably any cover by any band that's, like, crazy famous. Or any song that's, like, really well-known, I'd say. Okay. Uh, favorite local artist that hasn't been heard of that should be? Mm. Uh, if, if no one's out there is listening to Euphonious, they're a band that's yeah. from a uh, mix yeah. of like South Jersey and Philly guys, but they've been putting out some real like Umphreys McGee type stuff, like real like prog rock heavy. Uh, yeah, just very intricate kind of music. I really like what they've been doing. Nice, nice. Uh, guilty pleasure artist or album. Oh, Steve man. probably knows your answer. <laughs> Honestly, probably some like drum and bass music. Um, You're just guilty like, for that. Some like EDM kind of stuff. Okay. Um, Are you talking I, like Skrillex or like what? Like I mean, no, 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 not like that. But I mean, I wouldn't really say it's really guilty pleasure because you don't feel guilty about. I it? mean, I don't, do I even really? I don't know. I don't know if I feel guilty pleasure about any music, but like. I like listening to EDM music because it's got like certain rhythms and and hip hop music as well. It's got like certain rhythms and beats that sometimes sound like a human can't do it. Mm. And then when I see humans doing it, like for example, like Jojo Mayer's Nerve. I don't know if you yeah, know. I, I like, love them. Like, yeah. yeah, like you know them, but they like completely just take like 
Aphex Twin kind of things and just like do it with like a live band. And like I think that's like super cool. Those are like things that like I'm really like into right now. Definitely. Uh, so I don't know if that'd be a guilty pleasure, but I also like to listen to things that like you know like trap music and stuff like that. And then I'll be like, well, you know, like that drum beat's like insane because I know it's like programmed. But it, wouldn't that be cool if that was like done by like, like a live drummer? By or like something. a live drummer? Yeah, exactly. Uh, favorite album right now? Uh. Oh man, that's so hard. Is that like for like around today or just like, like right now? Yeah, general, yeah. Like right now, all time. Like. The question used to be favorite album of all time, but, oh, uh, but it's been too hard. So now it's, it's like, so like, now. Hard. Like, shit, like it's like like, come out like the album that you're playing like at least once a week or once like every that's two like weeks. recent. I'd say yeah. Okay. Over the last like couple of weeks, I've been listening to uh, Lola versus Power Man by the Kinks a lot. Okay, I don't uh, know that record too well. Oh man, it's awesome one record. of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, the song, specifically the song "Strangers," yeah, on that. Dave, Dave Davies. No matter, no matter what frame of mind I'm, I'm in when I listen to that, that song like brings me on like on the verge of like crying like every Aww. time. Like it's so. <laughs> aw. Aww. But no, it's it is that good. <laughs> like like that is like one of the best no, songs like song, yeah. ever. Definitely. And uh, I would agree to that. <laughs> and I mean, the, the whole record is just, it's a whole record about it doesn't like, get old. it's a concept That's the re- record that Lola was on. It was like, yeah. yeah like, uh, like the song Lola. Hello, LA Lola. Uh, but the whole record is like, like the big hit from it. The whole record is like a concept about like how shitty the music industry is. Yeah, basically. And it just like goes from like start to finish about like someone who's like coming up in like yeah. the music industry and then it's the like oh my god around. like this sucks <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah and, like they're downfall like i just love it like yeah. like the whole like the whole thing from the start to finish is Definitely. fantastic and it ends with like them like getting rid of all their shit yeah. and just like living in the woods the with like monkeys living in like the jungle with like monkeys like and like stuff records, like that you know? like it's just such like a Sublime record, like yeah, King, the Kinks were great with concept records, like even like Arthur and like Village Green. They were all kind of like concept. They were just fantastic were like, storytellers. Yeah. I gotta check that band out more. I know the hits. I don't. I don't know. Kind of like how you. Feel yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, start, like, yeah. dude, start. If you listen to the early '60s, start with Kinks. I start mean, with all of their start with Lola albums. versus Power Man yeah. and, uh, and Village Green Preservation <laughs> Society. Yeah, both those records, man. Awesome. Uh, favorite artist right now uh locally or just like in general in general don't say fish i'm not gonna say fish um like newer like newer newer kind of stuff anything what's your what's the artist it's like i've actually really been liking mac demarco lately Um, who is that he's a uh he kind of does like some like alternative like rock kind of stuff uh, Canadian guy, like singer songwriter. Uh, he's kind of like indie, but vibe, like, like, like yeah, indie alternative. But like all his records, he does um, all the instruments himself. Like he'll play like drums, bass, guitar, keyboards, whatever else. Yeah, he's, just, um, he's an awesome songwriter. And then he and then he forms like a band to back him when he plays live. Oh, right on. But but he's it, it's it's he puts on a great. It, live it, show it it's kind of like. Sounds like the police were like the the like the 
the, the guitar is just like drowned in like chorusy like yeah. reverb kind of it's stuff. A of, it's a mix and, of a lot of different uh, styles. For but sure, like the yeah. all the drums are like super like hip hop like sounding. Mm. Like it's just a very like cool sound. And yeah, I, he's and, got a great sound. And I, and no, I'll know. definitely check that out. I, I'm interested. I'm curious. Yeah, he's got a record called Salad Days, yeah, and that one's days. that one's really good. And, his new uh, his newest album too is awesome. Like uh, Blue this, Boy, this old dog, or this old dog. Yeah, yeah. that shit's right dope. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right on. All right, let's move to Steve. Steve, first album you ever owned. Oh <laughs> first album I ever owned. Well, the first album I ever listened to, I'll go back to The Doors because I was in Tommy's basement, my cousin, and he held up two albums, <laughs> and it was The Doors, self-titled album, and Sgt. Pepper's. Were y'all tripping? Yeah, right? And well, yeah. When we were, when we were like, when we were like five years old. there's part of this story. Yeah. yeah. We were like five years old. Hold real quick. Let's talk about this real quick. Let's let's stop the lightning round. <laughs> let's talk about this. We should talk about this. What effect did uh, did we'll call them um, psychedelics have on the the style that you guys play yeah. music I'll let, wise? I'll let you answer that first. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I got. I mean, honestly, I feel like it was more of like that sound. Like we grew up listening to like all that like '60s, like garage rock, like psychedelic. Um, yeah. And even the mainstream shit from the '60s was that vibe. Even the pop shit from back then was still that vibe. Um, the popular music back then was psychedelic still. Um, so really, I mean, it stemmed from the music aspect of it. But I mean, yeah, when it came to the actual, <laughs> you know, stuff um, that definitely, definitely gave us a big uh, opening of our senses. Actually, I definitely took a lot away from it. <laughs> yeah. It definitely geared us um, into a whole nother way of like playing. Like there was definitely. Well, when I first started delving into all that and like, I'm, I'm, a huge proponent of mushrooms, by the way, and I think they are fantastic. <laughs> and I think that that's something that can heal people. But that's another discussion. Um, that experience, listening to music through that experience, kind of like it's 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 almost like you're seeing like the progression of like life. Like you're seeing like you know, like the birth of something <laughs> and then kind of the young adolescence of something and the old age and then like the death, like a, like, like if you listen to albums from like that period, like they kind of like flow in that way. I'm not, mm-hmm. it sounds like crazy as shit, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but no, when, when I listen, when I like listen to like music, like the dead, like live dead specifically, when I was in that state, you're hearing these instruments. I mean, at least I heard instruments communicate in ways that I was not used to hearing. Mm. Like, you know, like the drums would just be off, like doing like one thing and the bass would be like, okay, well I'm going to do this now. And then like Jerry's like, well, all right, I'm going to do this. And like, there it's like, just like a constant, this like centrifuge of just, improvisation and then like that took me into things like coltrane and stuff like that where that really becomes like apparent mm-hmm. yeah and like especially uh, between elvin jones and coltrane oh my yeah, god yeah, dude elvin jones is like yeah. if i could travel in time and see one drummer like that would like he would be like my oh for sure like oh, yeah. like for sure um 
But yeah, no, I think like the I think psychedelics are great for seeing what 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 kind of thing you can be capable capable of artistically. After a point, it definitely definitely becomes like masturbatory. Yeah, not a not not a very good thing. Exactly, but uh, it's definitely eye opening mm -hmm. and it definitely helps. But it's definitely something that you don't want to. I mean, we had a great writing session like that one time. You know, where we wrote like half we wrote like half the songs for for like a record coming up on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, very cool. So people know <laughs> your take on that. All right, yeah, back. Yeah, we kind of went off. I'm sorry. No, it's yeah. good. No, it's good. I uh, don't dive too deep into that stuff myself, but yeah. a lot of people are curious. And I'm sure you helped to shine a light on that. We're honest. No. Um, yeah. uh, Steve, back to the lightning round. First All show right. you ever saw. So the first uh, concert I ever went to, and probably one of the best concerts I've ever went to, too. I was young. I was probably like six or seven, and my mom took me to the Wells Fargo Center, whatever it was called at the time. And I saw Paul McCartney was my first show. Oh, that was your nice. first. So How was, old were you? I was one of my heroes, and I was only like, you know, I was probably like, I got probably like six or seven. Like Dang. I was a young ass kid, you know. I didn't. I didn't even realize at the time how awesome what I was experiencing was, you know. But did he have Lee Von Helm with him? No, he didn't. That would be awesome. But um, probably the first concert I remember. Um, like going to by myself was with like Tommy and my cousin Chrissy and like her boyfriend at the time. It was like G Love was headlining. Slightly Stupid was the opening band. Mm. That was like the first concert I remember. Like you know, like tailgating, like partying at, and like you know, enjoying myself. Yeah. <laughs> but like my first concert ever was Paul McCartney, which was that's a fucking great awesome. show. Yeah, it was I, really awesome. Last show you saw that you weren't a part of. Last show I saw wasn't. Um, that doesn't include like bands we've played with, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like shows that you weren't playing play. at all. And you, um, you were just there to have a good time. Uh, it can either be like a lot local show or it can be like a national touring I'm act. To think honestly, I can't even think of the last. It's been show a second. Um, oh god, it was before. Like couldn't have been fish. No, no, I was gonna say. I was thinking. I was thinking that. Ra- that. I was thinking the Radiohead show. That might. But, but really? I'm thinking like I definitely been to something pe- like after that. We did I all go to Radiohead as a band. That was probably that's the one that pops in my mind that I could think of is we seen Radiohead back in um this summer show. at uh actually at the Wells Fargo Center in Philly. Oh, awesome. The same thing, yeah. So I, yeah, I guess that would probably be the last one that pops in my head. I'm sure there was something after that, but it's okay. There yeah, were, there, were probably, <laughs> there was probably some psychedelic. It works. Uh, <laughs> a favorite song to play. Favorite song to play. Um, hmm. I don't know. I probably would go with one of the newer songs as well. Like I like I like like our new song "You Are Not," which like I use like the string effect in. It's just like a different kind of sound that I, I'm used to like playing normally. Mm-hmm. Like usually I play like an organ or like piano sound. On that song, I kind of use like a string effect. So I've been I've been enjoying playing that one live. I guess I'll go with that one. "You Are Not." That's going to be a song on our new album. So. Right on, right on. Hell yeah. Uh, least favorite song to play. <laughs> least favorite. Um, well, probably a cover, but I don't know. Give it to me, um, man. I've never really thought. Like, I like playing all of our songs. There's not really one I don't enjoy well, playing. Not even, um, like, just song in general. Like, hmm. I don't know. I guess I'd probably go with, like, mm, I don't want to say find the rhythm, but, I mean, we've played that a lot. Oh, so wow. Like, 
<laughs> I don't know. All right, that's cool. It's not like my <laughs> least favorite song to play, but like. No, it's good enough. It's just like we. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. It's, I don't want to say that's my least favorite song to play because it's not. But. I don't really know. Like, uh, there's not really like a I, song I don't like. I guess maybe one. Of, maybe one, be a long car ride on the way. I, there. Could, <laughs> I, I could I could jive with that. Maybe no. one of the, maybe one of the like slower songs, like "Swimming Through Freedom" or something. Like, just because it's a slower vibe. Like, ever play that? That's what I mean. I don't. I don't know. That's a hard one. All right. <laughs> I feel like the fans are gonna call him up tomorrow. And be like, bro. We love them all equally. <laughs> They're all our children. It's hard. It's hard to choose. It Please, really is. it really every is. every child. You're like, eh. It really Becky, is. Becky, Becky's all right, but she's an <laughs> asshole. I could do without that yeah. one. Yeah. It's really hard to choose, honestly. All right. I, I do like playing all, all right, the right. songs. Favorite local it. artist that hasn't been heard of that should okay. be. Okay. So this is local to like yeah. Jersey. Um, or even just like Philadelphia, Jersey. I, I would like, I'd like to give a shout out to Root Shock, the band we just played with up in Syracuse. Yeah, they were awesome. I really like them. Um, what are they, what's the name again? They're called Root Shock. We're and in they're Syracuse, from Syracuse, New York. We played at a spot. Funkin' Waffles or no? We're actually going back there to play in May. Oh, cool. But we played at a spot called The Lost Horizon. Okay. And yeah. I got to be honest. It was probably the best show we've had that far away from where awesome. we're yeah, normally awesome playing. Crowd like, there. Dude, there was like. There's like a hundred, there's like Definitely. probably like 70, 80 people there, oh, and they yeah. all nice. like bought merch. No yeah, shit. Like, Fuck yeah, yeah that's like, awesome. they were all engaged yeah. and like, we're like, oh, I'm like, where are you guys from? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah, I was, yeah. and I was like, oh man, like, this is cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that band Root Shock is awesome. You make me we feel really like them. Um, I feel love. I'm trying to think of some of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the other bands we've played with, like, um, Andy. Yeah, Andy oh, Moa. Yeah. Oh, AMFM. We play a bunch of yeah. shows with them. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. Uh, Andy Big and uh, Marcus could play together at the, uh, the the musical theater out in. Um, well, and I was in Herbie for in a, Herbie a hot too. minute. You guys know that band? You ever heard of Herbie? I feel like I have. It was yeah. Andy? That's An- Andy's first band, and then okay. he started AMFM. So I, that, I've known Andy for eight years. Was that like years. Lancaster based? Or? Yeah, I, I used to live in Lancaster. Oh, sorry. I think we talked we yeah, talked yeah, about that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yep. right. So yeah, dude, definitely big fans of those guys. Andy Moa. Big Mine. Yeah, um, we, uh, we're friends with uh, yeah, I think a couple of those guys. They came out to Phoenixville when we were playing the, the streets. They came and hung out with oh, us. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of good shit going on in this area right now. I those mean, are awesome dudes to link yeah. up with. You did a couple sound. shows with them, too, didn't, didn't yep. you? Big, Big Mine? Mine? Yeah, yeah, they're our homies. Yeah, I might as well say they're playing our festival, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so we got two guys. I, I only have like about 10 hell more minutes yeah. to find out who the rest of the, yeah, the right. artists are. Um, guilty Weedle pleasure now. artist or album. If it's another artist off the uh, festival that would help me, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. Guilty ha- pleasure ha- artist. Bone relay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I shout you guys up? No. Um, guilty pleasure. I don't know. Um, you know what's funny is we do this part of the show and a lot of people don't feel guilty about. They just go. Like, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean there's not like guilty. a band I'm really ashamed <laughs> of like liking. Maybe uh, I guess maybe I'll put uh, Limp Bizkit on there. That'll be my guilty pleasure. Did going Limp Bizkit? Yeah. Didn't somebody say Celine Dion one time? Or? I'll never say well, it ever again. Because <laughs> Limp Bizkit <laughs> is something different. Well, Limp, my Limp Bizkit was my first album. But I do <laughs> thoroughly enjoy Limp Bizkit still. I think they're awesome. So I guess we can make that a guilty pleasure. Or um, Dude, Chocolate Starfish. Hot dog hell yeah. Water, Great bro. album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Smash Mouth. Hey, <laughs> maybe. what do you guys just live in the '90s? Like Jesus Christ, dude, we maybe. love the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> you and Cake. Um, all right, Cake. <laughs> Favorite cake. album right now. Favorite album right now. Um, hmm. 
I would say maybe that uh, Interrupters album for like a new album that's out. Uh, they just released an album. I was talking about them a little bit earlier. Um, Tim Armstrong from Rancid produced it. I forget what the name of that new album is. But Mark, use your uh, time wisely. Go look that it's up. It's got a. Um, I'm just kidding. I can't look it up because you have my laptop. <laughs> they got a song that's on the. Uh, Insert that in that's there. It's on the radio <laughs> now. It's called uh, "She's Kerosene." That's like the big song off of it. So. <laughs> I would say, I guess, for a new album, I mean, I've been really feeling them lately. They're they're an awesome band. I really like them. They got a chick as a lead singer. Mm. She kills it. Punk rock, ska vibes. I'm, awesome. all, I'm all about that shit. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, I guess for a new album, that would probably be the one I'd go with. Would that also be your favorite artist right now as well? I mean, yeah, but I'll give a different answer. I mean, they, they definitely deserve to be shouted out. They're fucking awesome. I love that band. Mm. But, um... I mean, favorite artist of right now. I mean, there's a ton. Honestly, there's a ton of good shit out there that, you know, definitely deserves some credit. I mean, there's that one band, uh, King Gizzard and um, King Gizzard Lizard, and Lizard, Lizard Wizard. They're awesome. That's a great yes. band name. Yeah. Um, the best band name to ever exist. So, yeah, bands like that that are out there kind of skating <laughs> on the underground. Fish is a good band name. Not at all. Nah. <laughs> There's um the growlers, like bands like that. They're kinda they've they've been killing it, but you know, not really recognized in like the mainstream, but they're out there hustling on the road and killing it on all their shows and all their albums. Uh Mac DeMarco even, like we were talking about him. Um so yeah, there's tons of bands out there that I'm into right now. There's another great like psychedelic band, uh the A La La's that I've really been mm. liking. Um Kind of like Brian Jonestown Massacre, like in that kind of like scene, like that vibe. So there's tons of cool. That's kind of like the newer bands I'm into is more of like um, like the psychedelic like rock scene. And, um, you know, even like, you know, the ska punk stuff that's starting to slowly come back, like the interrupters and stuff like that. So yeah. it's definitely making a comeback. The Skins, another band that we played with. They're from London. Um, they're kind of like bringing that like ska punk vibe back. So. Definitely like the into specials. that vibe. Got like that, that yeah. Sound, yeah. Specials just released a new album, too. Sorry. I've been meaning to check that out. We got so a long ride home, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. What is your next uh, big show? Uh, I think uh, our next show is opening. Our well, next big show this, is... Uh, this podcast will also be released March the 13th. Okay, okay. that's good. So... Uh, th- th- so work then. Uh, so March 22nd. We are opening for the Scatolites, the band yeah. that is responsible for literally inventing ska music. No shit. Yes. Yep. They are original, and there's still two original members of the band left, yep. and they're like 80-something years old. Is, uh... <laughs> they're a bunch of old motherfuckers, yeah. but yeah. So we're opening for them. Where? That's at the Stanhope House in uh, Stanhope, New Jersey. That's like way up north, yeah, way, way up that? north. Basically in New York. Uh, it's Friday, March 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. And then um, and then we got um, 420 booked at the Union. And nice. That'll be a big show for sure. And we're doing a show in Philly the night before. For It's actually like a live stream show at the Boom Room in Philly. Who I love the Boom also Room. Also sponsoring which our I, fest. Which I think will be a, like a festival pre-party and yeah. stuff. No shit. Which, uh, We'll talk to y'all about that, but maybe okay, a little okay. bit afterwards. And then um, you want to talk about the festival a little bit? Yeah. And then obviously we have our festival, yeah. which is uh Sensi family gathering, which is two days of camping and 
music. It's going to be July 19th and 20th in Millville, New Jersey at Southwind Vineyard. It's going to be tons of camping, two stages. Yes. Almost 20 bands. It's going to be a good time. And everything that anybody could want, ranging from all genres, at a price point that's, uh, I think, reasonable. What is it again for Blind Faith? Right now, it's 55. What will be? What will it be when? Uh, when you, once you start announcing bands, seventy, and it's fifteen bucks a head extra. So buy now. Think about Get it. Buy now. your tickets now. Think about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, there'll be plenty of great bands except us because we suck. So, and they'll be on it for sure at least one time. <laughs> yeah. So, are you guys playing both nights? So yeah. If you don't mind me asking. We're, gonna be- we're the only band to play both nights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know those two X's that are usually on festivals? Yeah. Yes, next to our name. It's going to be like, uh, a, it's gonna be like Suburban Sensei times two. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, we are. You could say the Suburban Sensei's. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. true, though. <laughs> Double Sensei. That's what uh, it should be. Just be two Sensei's facing each other on the poster. Yeah, it's right. Like, Doing yeah, like, all. Oh, the Notre Dame <laughs> Sensei. Well, yeah, yeah we're, we are so thrilled about it, though. And there's not like. Yeah, we can't where can wait. they get tickets? Uh, well, you can go get tickets off of our website or off of the festival website. Uh, so our website is serpentsensi.com or sensifamilygathering.com. Yep. Or you can go to our Facebook pages on either one of those, whether that be Suburban Sensi or Sensi Family Gathering. And there's a ticket link on both of those pages on Facebook and social media. And that's also on Instagram as well. Awesome. So there's tons of spots where you can get that link. Yes. That's right, ladies and gents. Go ahead and follow them. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. Thank and you. Hey, thanks us. so much. Appreciate you got, Appreciate oh, yeah. you having us awesome. out. And uh, we're excited to have you guys play, man. Happy to yeah, be there. And happy to, thank you again for having us be a part of Of course, man. So now you know two, three bands, technically, if you include these guys. So yeah. be on the Sneak lookout. Peaks. for yeah. Be on the lookout for uh, more announcements, more stuff's coming. Full Cardi B cover set coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the, uh, the uh, Frosted Donut. Yes. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to Dude Check This Out. Once again, if you want to learn more about Hambone Relay, please go to our website, hambonerelay.com, or go to iTunes to check out our records, or Spotify, which is where these playlists will be located for these episodes. And don't listen to the haters, man. There's plenty of good music out there. You just have to keep looking. See y'all later. <laughs>